welcome to another episode of Age of Geek Podcast. I'm Marley. And I'm Steph. You see our faces <laughs> quite often. Maybe you're getting sick of them. <laughs> no, never. You don't. Oh, okay. you don't Marley's you don't, gonna answer for you guys. You don't you're get not getting to be sick, sick of, of our faces. Wow. <laughs> We're making some big presumptions right at the, the top of the podcast. And it's coming from me this time. I feel like it's usually you, Steph. It's usually me. Not today. Not today. We are also joined by our guest, Scarlett, and we'll let her introduce herself and kind of just give us a little, you know, background on you, you know, kind of what you do, what people know you for, you know, whatever you, whatever you feel like. Sure. Hi, I'm Scarlett. I am a professional cosplayer. I'm also a voice actor and I am a huge fan of House of the Dragon as well as Game of Thrones, avid Ooh. reader. So yeah, that's, that's me in a very small nutshell. Yay! We're so uh, happy that you're here to join us. Thanks. Yeah, this year we did a panel with her and a few other wonderful geeky people about video game to film and TV adaptations. Yes. And Marley and I pretty much just talked about how much we hated Uncharted. Uncharted. I was just thinking <laughs> Overwatch, but I have some issues with Overwatch too that I could talk about for hours too. But that's not what we're talking <laughs> what we're talking about today. I feel like it's been a night of technical difficulties. I definitely had them. I feel like the only one prepared was Scarlet. So uh, <laughs> good job for having your I yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. I was like, hopefully it works. <laughs> I was like, I don't I, I I couldn't find half my recording equipment and stuff, so that's fine. Yeah, you're also in the prepared. middle of a move, so like killing it. Yeah, killing trying, it. trying. I found a camera. I found my headphones, so I'm like <laughs> semi prepared. So, well, we'll just be the girls tonight, which is kind of yeah. awesome because I feel like House of the Dragon is all about the girl power and even the sometime too much um, of that. <laughs> yeah, it's so true, though. Um, so we kind of where we're starting out with this show, you have these a couple of young girls. How old are they at the time? Like 14? Oh, before um, we dive in, this is going to oh. be a spoiler heavy episode. Oh. So if you oh, have not yes. watched it, I watched it in three days. So I don't know what your excuse is. <laughs> but go watch it now and then come back and listen to us talk about all of the spoils yes. and all of the drama and all of the incest and all of the, all of the, all of the. Yes, definitely. This is a season one recap. So yes, definitely spoiler heavy. <laughs> um, so this, just to give some kind of background too, so I guess before we even go into the, the main characters. So this series, it's based on like parts of the novel Fire and Blood, and it's set about 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones. So I feel like at this point, like everybody's at least heard of Game of Thrones or knows something about it. It's a very, very popular show. And so, yes, this takes place way, way before. But the fun thing is that I actually really enjoyed was hearing all of the different, um, like, house names that and, like, being able to recognize them. Recognize them. them. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was fun. That we know, for, that a lot of us know from, from Game of Thrones. And, like, even the, there was a, there was a, a Stark on, in there and I'm like yeah. hey <laughs> he was in it like, like this ah. much <laughs> I'm like I feel bad for your family in a couple hundred years <laughs> you guys go through some really hard stuff <laughs> I mean that's a little bit of an understatement there so yes we get into it with um House Targaryen which is like the dragon family uh all we know is that they've been in they've been ruling Westeros now for 
good chunk of time. Like they are very, very powerful. And I think it's all because of the dragons. <laughs> yeah. They go over that. This is when you're actually openly seeing the dragons because in game of Thrones, it was like, Oh my God, there's eggs. Like they, mm -hmm. they were all excited about the eggs. So it's kind of crazy. You don't think about it at first, but they're just flying all over the place. Yeah, at one point at they first. start naming the houses and how many dragons they each have. Mm -hmm. And Targaryens definitely have the most, but a bunch of other houses have protections of the dragon. And Targaryen, it's like a peaceful time when it, we kind of get introduced to the storyline. Mm -hmm. uh, which again, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, that's not something we see much no. um, of in Westeros. <laughs> it's a There's usually torturous. someone hating on someone else and you know, and there's alliances and all these things. And like, yeah, there is like a little bit of that. Like, you what know it, the, who to trust. Triarchy is their big baddies uh, going on kind of right now in the House of the Dragon. Which the triarchy? is, oh. isn't that what they call, that they're called in the wetlands that Damon's over there fighting? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I remember because it sounded so much like patriarchy and I'm like, hey, I don't <laughs> know if that's accidental. Yeah. Uh <laughs> So that's kind of who oh, Matt Smith Damon is fighting at the beginning of the of the season. Kind of their uh their baddies at the moment. Yeah, so there is definitely like some um there are some enemies and they they definitely um like they don't show a lot of battles in this one, at least not in the beginning. But there's definitely some something going on. But for the most part, we're I feel like majority of this season we are in King's Landing. You know, we're there at the Red Keep or whatever it's called. And we see our young character, um, Rhaenyra. And she is, what am I trying to say? Like, basically, she is the daughter. So she's the daughter of the king. But her mom is pregnant and is about to have a baby. Oh and gosh. she's kind of getting worried about if this... Uh, if this baby is going to be born male or female, because if it's male, then, well, now she is kind of irrelevant at this point, because in this world, the men rule. Like, that's kind of more what they go to. I don't think it's necessarily like, you have to be male, but I think that's just more tradition. And so that's kind of what they, people expect. Yeah, this and point so, forward. Yeah, and we definitely... In true, I feel like in true Game of Thrones fashion, we start off with a very, very shocking uh, first episode. You know, there's usually something really crazy that happens, that whole shock value thing that a lot of shows seem to do these days. Like, have you seen The Boys, Scarlett? Have you seen that oh, show? Oh, yes, I have. Right? A lot so, of shock value in there. <laughs> yes, especially like in the first episode. Oh, but anyways, yes. And the, the scene that I'm referring to, which I feel like scared a lot of people and made a lot of people kind of critical. Well, it's graphic. The pregnancy is because the birth it's a very super yeah, graphic. Yeah. Very graphic was. birth scene. And it was very traumatic. We see the king is faced with this choice of do I save the queen, my wife, or do I save the baby? And that my heir. Me, that that <laughs> was so much uh, bad taste in my mouth mouth for Viserys at the get-go because mm -hmm. yeah. he, he chose to save the baby and mutilate his and not like c-sections happen all the time like that's what so it was this brutal c-section scene because the baby was breached and they couldn't get the baby out but they and, knew it was a male at that point didn't they i don't Did they think know so the because baby? it was still inside of her 
Yeah, they weren't sure. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah they had they no way of know knowing that. back then. So. I guess, yeah, that's what But having a known. living heir was so yeah. important. And not only And that, just the chance, the chance of it being, of the baby being male, he was like, well, right. save the baby. And, like, as a mother, you kind of do at some point have this talk with your spouse. Like, if anything happens, you got to choose, like, someone. And it's a personal conversation, whatever. But they took all of that consent away from the queen. And mm-hmm. that was kind of what was the most, like, kind of horrific part of it for me. Yeah. Is they didn't tell her um, that that's what they, that's the choice they were making. They didn't tell her that in order to save their the baby, hopefully save the baby, they were going to do this kind of procedure on her and cut her open. Well, and it was kind of an experimental procedure, too. Like, the, yeah. the maester was, like, saying, like, well, we haven't, you know... They, they don't have a very high success rate or whatever he said. But basically he was like, uh, you sure you want to do this? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, you know, we've done this once or twice before with some scissors. So we'll just give it a go and see what happens. Uh, it might be fine. It might not. I was like, holy cow. All right. Give her a little milk of the poppy and let's go for it. Oh my gosh. <sighs> milk of the poppy. <laughs> Fixes everything. So she dies. And the baby also, so like, that was so super sad because they didn't let you know the outcome of the baby's birth either yeah. until you get to the funeral scene and you see the little pyre next to her pyre. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You, the whole, like, for quite a little while, you you think that, oh, yeah, here's the here's the conflicts for the rest of the season. And now, now Rhaenyra has to kind of fight with her baby brother you know for the throne and all of that but then that's not what ends up happening and yeah they they go over to this funeral which wow that that's a targaryen funeral if i've ever seen one you know like like that that's how they did it they uh they just completely consume them with fire using one of their dragons because they can (laughs) i wouldn't mind being uh buried or whatever like that i wouldn't mind just having a dragon cremate me so it's like it's like advanced viking style yeah <laughs> like there's yeah. no boat there's no water but we have a dragon so we're just gonna light it up and you're good to go ashes finished the end yeah call it good yeah. let's go have some mead yeah <laughs> it's like all right well that was done guys mead hall yeah. 15 minutes cool <laughs> oh goodness very very powerful first episode you know, I feel like it definitely set the scene for the rest of the season as well. Like you, you just know that they aren't going to hold back. And of course, we're going to have this, this conflict um, with Rhaenyra and being, um, you know, being the heir. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and whatnot and what's going to happen there. So I can't remember, it, it might not be until the next episode when Viserys the king is like, oh, I guess I should name my heir. You know what? I'm going to defy everybody and my entire council and I'm going to pick my daughter. So I think it was the next episode. I don't think it was that same episode as the funeral. No, it was, it was the very end because they, it was the first episode was super loaded. So like even remembering where that transition was, I don't even remember where the transition was because it was just like, what is happening? Holy. Okay. And then you just kind of went into Yes. Well, I guess I guess originally the heir was Viserys's brother, who's Damon, who's played by Matt Smith. And so I he's being a little butthead, to say the least. And so Viserys is like, uh, I don't know if I really trust my brother. He's very reckless. He's very, you know, I just don't want him to do it. And so that's why he like officially named his daughter as the heir. And so I think a lot of people were upset by that, including Damon. 
including Damon. Well, Damon was very upset by the <laughs> There were other options too that they were considering because they thought Damon wasn't the right fit. I can't remember who else it was. Because it really was like we can't have Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra? I can't. Rhaenyra. <laughs> we cannot have Rhaenyra be because she's a girl and it's never been done before. Mm-hmm. So it might have been. It might have been um, his. Oh gosh, I cannot remember all of the oh. relations. But um, there's Lord Corliss. Um, yes. The sea snake. Uh, the sea snake. The they're doing snake. a spinoff of him, which I think really great. Yeah, that's amazing. Ooh. Yeah, all He's the spinoffs, cool. please. Yeah. Yes, right? So they're like cousins, I think. I think. Yeah. He's married to her to um, the king's cousin, Viserys's cousin. And I when I tell you, again. I pulled up a family tree for a half an hour and studied it because I couldn't figure out right? where all the relations were. And it's like everybody's name is Damon, 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 and Damon, Aegon, Amon, and Aegon, and Aegon, Amon, Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra. Oh, Rhaenys. Oh, that's her name. Rhaenys. 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 I think she's, she's married to Corlys. That's yes. married to Corlys because she was the queen that never was. Or yes. whatever her name was, or like the yeah, but she yeah 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 was she his sister? And then they're I the, thought I, I think thought, it's yes, because they're cousins. cousins. Yeah, I think they're yeah. Everyone's a cousin. But I saw a meme today <laughs> that said every Targaryen ever. This is my dad and also my uncle, which just is like <laughs> accurate. <laughs> well, like yes. we all look at it and we're like, this is so weird. But you know, you had that moment when you were watching it where you were like, I'm jumping ahead a little. I'm not going to say You're too fine. much, but it was that moment where you were like, but that's your uncle. And then not even five minutes later, you're like, but what about your uncle? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's very conflicting. It's very conflicting because you're sitting there. You're like, I shouldn't like this, but now it's weird. But now I like it. And I don't know how to feel about it. So it's yeah, well, it's, <laughs> seriously. The the, whole show. Okay, so the it's first so two weird. episodes, two or three episodes, I was, I felt like there there was definitely sexual tension with uh, Rhaenyra and Damon. Her uncle. I I personally also felt there was sexual tension between Rhaenyra and Alicent. Yeah, her her like ladies maid. Her, yeah, but she her lady in want, waiting or whatever. I don't yeah, know the term. But is. she yeah. doesn't really have like a bow or anything. That's such an old fashioned word. <laughs> bow. I was thinking like a bow, like a like, <laughs> I was like, what? She doesn't she carry really weapons. Want to be queen. Um, it's kind of like it's it's this weird kind of situation because it's like this monumental thing to declare a woman as the heir. But then she's like, I wish that my brother would have lived so that I didn't have to deal with all the political crap. Yeah. yeah. She kind of wants to be a dragon rider warrior chick mm-hmm. which is and, cool yeah she's like right off into the sunset and like not deal with any of this right and she then probably would have like, been better off <laughs> i can bang all my ladies in waiting and my uncle as much as i want yeah as a, <laughs> as a dragon rider chick proper name <laughs> that's not there's probably an official name for that somewhere but i don't know my friend and i call him spicy uncle so that's basically what we've been calling it yes spicy I love uncle. <laughs> oh gosh well there's like that whole scene where he like takes her to that whorehouse and and she's and that's when it's still the younger actress that's what i was gonna um, ask is that before the time jump yeah yes. it's before the the both the time actor jumps yeah well i guess i guess there's only change. the one they didn't yeah. change those two. There were the kid, the, their kids. They changed a couple of times. That's why I'm okay. getting confused. Yeah. But no, Rhaenyra and Alicent. There was only one 
actor change. But anyways, yeah, before she, they went to the older actresses, um, yeah. So she's like young and you're just so like, Damon, what are you doing? Like, this is wrong. But at the same time, you're like, huh. And I were like, <laughs> we're like spicy uncle. Like, that's what it's cool. <laughs> It's spicy. So she's gonna watch this and laugh because she's like that was my thing spicy uncle <laughs> it's so because you kind of like it and you're like i shouldn't but i do but i kind of do yeah and it's probably a huge part of it is matt smith the actor yeah. to be honest he did hair. an amazing job yeah he was hair. giving uh, it's, white hair. <laughs> it's like back to those it's like back to those days um when the fellowship of the ring first came out and all of a sudden you see orlando bloom and he's in this beautiful blonde wig and you're just like oh wow he's really attractive you know like you just, <laughs> i didn't ever really think of orlando bloom in that way it's the hair it's the hair. It's the hair because it's the same with Witcher. Everybody goes, huh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why does this work? Speaking of Witcher, <laughs> this you. is here. Here's my little Witcher <laughs> Funko. Nice. Marley yes. had a hard time with that. I know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I did that too earlier. I was like, where's my name? There it is. <laughs> yes, there's my little Witcher Funko Pop right there behind. Nice. I, for so for the first episode, maybe two. I uh, live texted Marley my reactions. And so for the first couple episodes, I hated Viserys because I felt like he was a a dick, not just a dick, but a misogynist dick. Even yeah. though he like made Rhaenyra his heir, it was like kind of like a prideful thing. Like people can't tell me what to do. This is what's going to happen. And then at some point he starts saying like, hey, I need you to get married. And then it's like, no, let's not do that. But he does, he does start to soften up when he marries Alicent. Yes, which I don't think that was a surprise to anyone, especially when... Um, it was to the elders like, in the room when he announced well, that it was Alicent and not the 12-year-old his daughter. girl. <laughs> his daughter. Oh, yeah, instead of his, like, niece. It was... Um, uh, yeah, Corliss's kid. Yeah, I guess that's true. But at the same time, like, us as the audience, like... As soon as, like, so after the wife died, Emma, I think is what her name is, Ama, whatever. Probably um, Ama. I think it's, a yeah. It couldn't be so, something simple like Sarah. <laughs> where <No>. is, <laughs> where's the, the tree? I know. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's Emma, but anyway, Ama, whatever. However you say it, it's A-E-M-M-A. Um, but after she died, and then, like, you could kind of see Allison kind of, you know, cozying up to the king a little bit she was like kind well, of being her like a dad the caretaker her dad role. who is the hand of the king literally says why don't you go see if you can offer him some company which was true. like yeah, it was on purpose ew, stop no do not offer but your I think daughter she, up but i think at the same time like she wanted to right like i don't think i mean i i think for at least from my perspective like i think she genuinely had like caring feelings for him like she cared about him like yeah he's a lot older a lot lot older and everything but like i don't know i think she truly cared about the king i don't know if she did at first as a 16 year old girl kind of being offered up by your father maybe you have like some empathetic feelings but yeah. i don't feel like it was i don't feel like at the beginning it was in her head i want to do this to make a political move to become a queen. No. It was her dad. It was her dad pushing that. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think it was, I want to do this because I have 
intimate feelings for him either. It yeah. might have just been like a like a family familial kind of thing because they've been together mm-hmm. in the same palace for forever. Yeah, but then she also, I feel like, you know, all those times alone, like when she's just kind of like keeping him company, um, you know, I'm I'm sure even then, like, she's like, you know what, he's actually a really nice man. Like, so maybe it wasn't like, yeah, of course, it wasn't probably wasn't her original idea. And she (laughs) didn't really want to do that. But maybe I think at some point, she grew fond of him. I mean, she had his babies, that kind of maybe helps a little bit. There's a whole scene of him sexing her that does not pleasant not <laughs> i guess that's like, true i forgot about that she part enjoyed the act <laughs> uh, well he can barely even do so much anyways because of his health oh that poor man yeah yeah he had leprosy. Even, he had leprosy is that what it was leprosy okay, i'm like what was even going on with him that's why he was falling apart like legos that had oil poured on them he was just like <laughs> so he was a mess <laughs> Really? But that's what it was. Apparently, it was leprosy because oh. I was trying to figure it out too. But it made sense because his body was kind of yeah. Okay, so I looked it up. Sorry, I'm like having two <laughs> thoughts right here. I looked it up. <laughs> leprosy is not very contagious, honestly. And I feel like if you grew up in any sort of like Christian in the Bible, they talk about leprosy a lot. And so it feels like it's a big deal, and it feels like it is problem. Like it's going to spread super quickly. At least that's how I always pertain like thought about it yeah because they're always like they're not very contagious not like a huge worry they don't even really know it's like a mouth-to-mouth transition has to occur for you to get leprosy from someone so maybe that's why allison never got (laughs) (laughs) it's too intimate to kiss on the mouth just in case i mean yeah like i don't think they were intimate and yeah obviously yeah yeah allison having feelings for him which I mean, I think they developed as she got older. Right. Yeah. She did seem to care about him, but I think she even said something at some point where she was like, I did everything that you told me to, to her father. Yeah. That so, is true. So it was I think definitely she was more kinda... of like a, a out of duty, out of like a sense yeah. of well, duty. I think she wanted to get on his good side because she did want her son to take over Rhaenyra's spot as heir too. So I think that there was some of that drive as well. Well, yeah, especially once they started, yeah, having kids. Very, yes. very obviously blonde children. Targaryen children. Targaryen <laughs> children. Um, so, yeah, that's that's obviously once we get to the time jump, which there was quite a few episodes before they did the time jump. Let's see, there was five. So I guess it's about halfway. But still, it felt like it was a lot longer. I kept, like, waiting and waiting. And I'm like, I know, I know this time jump is happening at some point. <laughs> It's funny, too, because a lot of people were like, why did they do this time jump? And I'm like, because there's literally a 10-year span where they're just having kids and, like, no one's watching Rhaenyra with Spicy Uncle, so, like, you lose interest. Yeah. So they had to to do a time jump, which makes sense. There was nothing to talk about in that 10-year span that we couldn't have covered in episode six, basically, where they came back and explained everything that happened and there really wasn't much to talk about. So there was like a whole bunch of loaded stuff in the beginning and then time jump to get rid of those random 10 years with nothing going on. And then, yes. And they definitely definitely had to set the scene of like why Rhaenyra and Allison are feuding. Um, Why when Rhaenyra decides to take on the title of heir on herself and like accept that role. That is true idea of her having to get married to make a political um to get married to be politically um in the game 
things like that. So there is a lot of setup in this first. And she marries episode. her cousin, Lainor. I love the scene where it's what is it? Is it the Baratheon? No. Um when Lannister. the one guy tries to hit on Rhaenyra and she's just like not is it the Lannister? It. It's the yes, Lannister, Lannister guy. Lannister. Yeah, and he's a twin. <laughs> yes. yes he's of a, course he's a twin. I remember. Of course he's too. a twin. Oh my gosh. But we have to okay, wait, hold on. I want to back up a little bit because we we talked a little bit about um Rhaenyra and I have to say spicy uncle since that's what we're calling him now. <laughs> like that whole scene, like after they we're at the whorehouse and then he was like wait a second what am I doing and he like leaves her there and then I feel like like she all of a sudden was like I need to you know get it on with somebody and so she chooses her like knight who is like her her guard Sir, Sir Kristen Salty. Cole Sir Salty that's that's his new name on the no. internet is Sir Salty, Salty. <laughs> oh my god I had words that aren't appropriate for this uh podcast about what I think about him but so I liked him at first yeah, I liked him at first nice. like he seemed like really cute and like it seemed like it was a very typical um like a very typical Targaryen thing to be banging your um your man your uh your knight because I mean we saw that in Game of Thrones with Daenerys and uh gosh what's his name we were just talking about this stuff. The one that oh. we're like, oh, we prefer this one much more over Sir Kristen Cole. Long hair cutie. Yeah, what is his name? Anyways. Dario. 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 Well, mm. which one? The actor before or the actor after? The actor after. Okay, yeah, the long hair one is, he was cute, but the second Dario is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, so yeah, there's like this whole thing that you, you can tell that like Rhaenyra is not... She she just wants to have she just wants to choose her own path. Like she's like, well, I guess I'll get married, but I'm gonna keep things up with him. <laughs> you know, like I and especially once she got married to her cousin Lenor. Like I think we, I mean, obviously at that point we knew that Lenor was in love with his friend night. His, his mm -hmm. yes, yeah. I guess it's probably just a friend. friend. I don't know. If guys I think he. Yeah, I don't think he, he was like a guard. Her. I don't. I think he he's was like his just... sparring partner. I don't know. They used to there sword fight and stuff. Like he might that. have been like his training. I don't know. I'm making this up. But yeah. And so Rainier is like, well, since we don't, since we like, like other people and we're not really that into each other, let's just keep our side partners, but we'll get married. And we'll do the duty <laughs> and have the bebas. But I don't think they ever did. They didn't. It's in the books that they that was not a thing like they tried but he could not because he was not into it so yeah 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 and that's so that's why, why they why all she... have black hair yeah i'm like that's why she went with her other manservant what's his name <laughs> Man well that's um... because of <laughs> harwin <laughs> sometimes the nicknames are better guy, uh had a freak out and was like well, oh, just yeah. that give up that? your yeah. give up your crown and come live oh, with that's me. True. And oh yeah, on the ship. Like, who, who the hell do you think you are, man? Like, no. Oh, yeah. I think I'm part of that happen. was because, as like the knights, uh, the king's guard or whatever it was, they're supposed to take a vow of chastity, and he completely broke that. Yeah. And then she and oh. he was like, "I broke this for you," and she was like, "Oh." She was like, "Nah, I was just feeling it, and now I'm not yeah. feeling it." And then he was like, "I'm so salty." Yes. Because <laughs> I'm so upset. He's about true. losing my virginity. Yes, he's like so pious about it. Like yeah. I have ruined all of my vows to this, and he gets 
to this woman and starts to really despise and hate her mm-hmm. and blame her for him giving up his vows even though it was a consensual act of them together yeah i he oh, yeah. wanted he That's thought it was something anger. different than what she thought yeah. it was. and then at the patrol party between rhaenyra and um oh, Lenor, he like freaked gosh. out that's right he killed yeah. um his partner yeah. Oh, yeah. Lanor's yeah, that's right. In the most that gruesome, was... there's two deaths in this in this first season that were horrific, and that was one of them. Yes. He just pulverizes oh, yeah. his face, smashes it till it's unrecognizable, and they do not shy away from with the camera. They lean no. into that. With the no, camera. the camera's like, let's get a zoom in shot. And I'm like, could you, could you not? I could do completely without seeing that. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then like from so- doing something like that, you'd think that Sir Salty would be like banished to death or put in prison, but no. Nothing. No. Did this, they all went, huh. And then they just went on with their dinner. Like this is Yeah. Funny. Well, especially because I think at that point he was starting to get a little bit a closer with um Alicent and so she's like don't worry I'll protect you and so she does because he's still alive and nothing happens to him after that brutal murder yeah in the middle of a party like come on man yeah dude calm down anyways back to the time thing so yes because yeah Rhaenyra we find a slight homicide and back to (laughs) back to the incest but yes, Sir Harwin. I don't. I don't know if he has a nickname. If you if you deemed him a nickname, but he's the. I guess he's the baby daddy, Sir Baby Daddy, maybe. Okay, um, he's, baby, he's baby daddy. Like I don't think we gave him a nickname because we were stuck on Spicy Uncle and yeah. Sir Salty. I mean, we all know that like it, it wasn't going to last with Harwin and her. We all no. know that no. <laughs> Spicy Uncle is Endgame. Yes, as weird as that. <laughs> that is, is true. That is true, but it's really it's sad that what happens ever come out of someone's mouth. <laughs> Spicy Uncle is Endgame. <laughs> At least we know that we're talking about House of the Dragon, because yeah. <laughs> I saw something too. I have to say this: somebody said "Hot D," and I'm like, "Is that?" <laughs> someone goes, "Is that hotness of the Damon?" Because what is that <laughs> an acronym for it? I'm like, no, "Oh, hotness of the Damon." Yeah, I was like, ah. so I can't like unthink that now. Yeah. I just had to get oh that my out gosh. of my system. Yes, but that's brilliant. Back to her baby daddy. Yes, and yes, Fighting unfortunately, yeah, he definitely uh, doesn't make it. And it's also very obvious that Rainier's children are not Targaryens, and everyone knows it, but no one's <laughs> talking about it openly. Well, yeah. And- her her <sighs> husband has white dreads and she has yeah. white hair. So to have brown haired children that look what, exactly like the guy that's training them. Yes, imagine that what recessive gene would have you had to hit twice for both your little boys. Yeah. 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 Those poor boys. So there's all that conflict. Yeah. Right? I know. There's like all that. And then they have like their I guess technically, are they their uncles? Yes. Uh, Allison yeah. and Viserys' kids. Yeah. So I want to say cousins, but they're not their uncles. They're they're uncles <laughs> of the cousins. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh gosh, it's so confusing. And those guys, man, I can't even remember all their names. Aemon um, and, and I have the tree on my phone. Yes, <laughs> I pulled it up. Uh, Aemon and like 
Ed Edert. Aegon. Aemon. Shoot. Aegon and Aemond. There Those was are really Aegon, the only ones Helena, we see. Aemond. Yeah, yeah, I guess there's Helena a little bit. Well, Helena is, they skirt over it in the show, but Helena and uh, Aegon are married. Okay, I thought so. Wait. Yeah. Yes, the, the brother and the sister. Yes, the brother and the sister are married. Oh. They skirt over it because I think that they were kind of like, I know this is a thing, but it might be a little too much for the audience. So they just kind of like, you you see it happen. That's why when the one cousin asked her to dance, Aegon got like tifty about it. Oh. At that like dinner where they're all like, let's get yeah. along. And they were like, just until dad leaves the room. And... Until dad dies. Yeah, until oh. dad dies, then we fight again. That scene um, was so intense, though, because well, you just yeah. knew something was going to happen. I knew she had a daughter, but they just, like, never mm-hmm. showed. They always showed Eamon's wife. And so yeah. I was like, is that? Did they do that? Is that? Yeah, there's a, I'll send you the chart because oh, it's lovely. color, it's color coded. Red means yes. sibling. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Orange means this. cousin and yellow means uncle to niece okay well and then i mean <laughs> to jump over a little bit more when damon and Rhaenyra get married and then they <laughs> betroth Rhaenyra's sons well no the they were betrothed before weren't they already i thought her kids and his like... kids were betrothed before and then they those were two not still betrothed got before they got married okay. you watched it more recently <laughs> i watched me, it so. re- yeah yeah so they got <laughs> you need like a map they like got betrothed to their step-sibling <laughs> cousins. The children of their stepfather. Which should not, and not just the children of their stepfather, their cousins, their father's sisters, children. Like, there's too many webs interconnecting here. And this is why we have the Mad King later. Yes. Like, because she is, Rhaenyra is technically Daenerys's, like, great 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 grandmother i looked it up so like that's how far back we're going but like the incest started even way before this show it started like it started like super early on so by the time they get down to daenerys they're all sorts of wacky at that point well and then i guess that the first scene of uh daenerys and her brother where she's in the tub and then he like touches like touches her breast that's not quite so weird when you know all this backstory (laughs) Well, if you look at if you look at the map that I'll send you, Daenerys is the product of a brother and sister that are a product of a brother and sister. Gross, gross, gross. Yeah. Gross. So, so I was like, eh. they're going to get married. Ew. Uh, I guess. Yeah, that's just that's how the Targaryens did it, though, and the Valerians because they wanted to keep their like Pure. their superior like bloodline. You know, because like they're the ones who, because um, I, I guess maybe you know this um, more than I do, Scarlet. But isn't there like a whole thing with like, because obviously they're re- like not related, but they're connected to the dragons. Yeah, and so like, because not it's like not just anyone can, right? Yeah, so the Targaryens are known for, and none of them. The only one that can actually like walk through fire is Daenerys. That's the only one, but everybody prior to that like is a dragon rider. And it's the whole purity of the bloodline thing. Same with like Egyptian royalty. Going back to that, they did the exact same thing. That's why King Tut was so messed up. So it's that same concept, and that's where it kind of comes from. And that was that historically is what people did. Maybe not to this extent, and not with really cool dragons, which would have been at least sort of an excuse, I guess. But it was <laughs> to keep. <laughs> what if people have been like, "Oh, there's dragons. We get it." But it was just to keep the bloodline pure. Because if you have an outsider, they're like, mm, 
no. Like that's that's too outsidey. Don't bring that into well, go marry go marry your uncle. That's too oh outsidey. My gosh. <laughs> well, and is it so much so that like let's say some Lannister guy like went up to one of the baby dragons and is like, "You're gonna be my dragon now," and like you know they do like that whole like bonding thing or whatever. Like, can a Lannister just like do that, or do they have to have like the Targaryen like blood? It has to do with the Targaryen blood. That's what they kept reiterating over and over. And that's why they were so powerful. And even okay. going into like the later episodes, they were like, well, we're battling this one, but like we have four dragons and they have three dragons. And it became like a math game of dragons. And the dragons are over there like, do I get to say anything in this? Or like, what's happening with this? But it had to do with the purity that they believe that nobody else can communicate with the dragons. So they have to keep it in their bloodline so that they can control mm. them. Then they keep power essentially yeah because like even Rhaenyra's children who we know at least the two old two older boys there might be some other young other kids that I that they don't really show in the show yeah but with Sir Harwin like because obviously they still have Rhaenyra's you know because they're still you know that's still part of the Targaryen line and stuff because they're able to ride dragons right yeah because they're half so technically yeah they, they still are Targaryen do we oh. ever see little baby Joffrey again? Even when the boys get a little bit older, I feel like we don't see Joffrey. Yeah, there's much. like there's a few of the kids that we don't see. Well, even like, you don't really see uh, Rhaenyra and Damon's kids that much. You see them when she shows the baby to her father. Yeah, but like you don't really. And there's see... like one other kid. There's because there's like at least two. There's of like the five. Bunch. Yeah, they pop out a few kids. We yeah, all you Rhaenyra... can tell because they're blonde. The right. most important are the first two on both sides. Yeah. yeah, those are the ones they definitely put more focus on. Yeah, there's Viserys and Aegon, and then there's Jaserys, Lucerys, and Joffrey. Goodness gracious. So there's like five. The part that's confusing when you look at this is because they marry so many relatives, you're like, wait, is that this one's child or this one's wife? Or like this one? It, it, it's confusing. You'll see when you look at it. It's really <laughs> weird. It's very colorful, not in a good way. <laughs> but yeah, they didn't show oh like two or three of the kids. It's like, look, a baby. And then it was gone. And then you don't really see <laughs> it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Take it to the wet nurse and bring it to me when it can ride a dragon. Basically, yeah. Um, but yeah, so backing up a little bit. So at this, again, at this point, Rhaenyra is married to Lenor. And they kind of have like their silent agreement where they'll still, you know, get with their own partners as they wish. But then you can just tell that like Lenor is just not happy. Like he's just not there. He doesn't want to be there. He'd rather go and be with his boyfriend and not be like even present to his children, you know, because obviously mm -hmm. those aren't actually his children. But Rainier is like, we need to uphold some image because everybody's saying that those aren't your kids, but we know they're your kids. And he's like, and obviously like, we're like, no, those aren't <laughs> his kids. Like we all know. <laughs> we're like, well, that was the big thing is that everyone knew, but Viserys wouldn't ever admit it because then it would take away Rhaenyra's claim to the throne. Yeah. And so then so they have like they this kind of fatherly advise. thing of protection, but also like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so like, they, like Nira all the way, but you mm -hmm. cannot deny. <laughs> I know. I, I love how they have like proving it. And they're like, how dare you say that? And we're all just like, <laughs> <laughs> 
They don't oh. look they look like the other dude, but that's fine. We'll just fake it. Yeah, we'll just ignore it. Okay. Back before well, they had like bleach hair dye. <laughs> they could have totally faked it. <laughs> or wigs. That's I was like, wigs and hair dye. She could have been like, put this on your head yeah. for a couple of years. You'll be fine. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ash in their hair nightly. Come on. I could have come up with some sort of idea for them. Oh, oh my right. goodness. Um, but that this this whole idea that like especially Allison's kids know that Rhaenyra's kids are not from their father causes a huge void between the families. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, then Aemond is that the oldest? Uh, Allison? Aegon. Aegon. Aegon is Aegon is the oldest. This, like, the other ever... one, the the one with longer hair and eventually gets the eye patch. I always think he's older, but he's the second oldest. Yeah, he's Aemond. the Sephiroth. Yeah duo um yeah he's the second oldest i actually understood he looks like yeah he looks like sephiroth with an eye patch he's like pirate sephiroth it's fine yeah i don't really (laughs) know the reference but i understood the reference that's how i told them apart because all their names are like aegon aemon aegon 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 aries 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 squared and i'm like spicy uncle sephiroth duo my chemical romance and oh my gosh he does look like gerard wade damn it he does you're welcome now you'll at least remember which one's which so you're like my chemical romance is sephiroth so welcome to the black parade oh my gosh (laughs) they should have a they should have an episode named that next season Mm -hmm. so there's the ever-present idea that Aegon is like and from his mom and like his grandpa pushing it in his ear you should be on the throne you should be on the throne Viserys is going to give it to you one day it's not going to be Rhaenyra it's going to be you it's your right there's this big yeah the cousins are not friends no um and then it causes a huge scuffle where a person loses their eye and steals a dragon yeah 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 oh that's right yeah that was someone's dead mom's dragon and yeah Yeah. not just any dragon (laughs) and that was Damon's kids with the other one, the other cousin, um, Lanus, Lay- 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 yeah, it's not Lanor, but they have like very similar names. I love how I'm like we know the names, but I can't think of it. Uh, I know. Lena. I even watch Lena. I even Lena. watch the this show with subtitles just so I can better pay attention to the <laughs> names and who's who. It's and Lena. It's still hard. Lena and Damon, and then Lena and Damon yes. had Bela and Reyna. <laughs> George, do better with these so, names. Come on, George. We're really pulling for you here. And so I think Reyna was supposed to get that dragon, which now I'm forgetting the dragon's names because all these names are the same. Oh, gosh. Because the dragons are a big, important part, too. So the one that he took from her is the largest and oldest. Yeah, it, it was a war dragon for sure. Yeah. It was, gosh, what are the names of the dragons? Vagar? Vagar, I think you're right. Vagar. Vagar. <laughs> I'm just laughing because it's like it's like he put all these letters out. He's like Amon. He goes, and we're just gonna switch these two. And now it's Dama. <laughs> like that's the next name. I don't blame him. There's a lot of characters, but that's why we're Googling to make sure we're getting the names correct. Yeah. There's it's no true. I mean I bet George R. R. Martin has to like check his notes throughout. He it probably has well. a chart. Like if I was yeah. him, I would have been like, okay, this one's this one, this one's this one. Like that's how I how do you keep it Let's straight? See. He's, He's like, like credit. Made him a little app so he can type in the name to see how 
the characters <laughs> are related to each other. <laughs> right. Cousin and uncle and daughter of this guy. Vanguard? It's Vagar. Vagar. Vanguard is what they Vagar. call the guy. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> the cult leader. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, no, there's yeah, there's Vagar. He would fit in well in this crowd, let's be real. <laughs> Ew. Vermax, Maylees, Sea Smoke. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Caraxes. Caraxes is uh spicy uncle's dragon. <laughs> I would assume Sea Smoke is one of Corliss's uncle, not uncles, <laughs> um, dragons. That is actually Lanor's dragon. Okay. Okay. So of the Corliss, the Vagar. Sea Snake family. Oh, there's one named Dreamfire. <gasps> yeah. Nobody, nobody has that one yet, though. And there's a yeah, there's a couple that are unclaimed. The one that I mean, yeah. this is going all the way to the end. But Damon tries to get the one that's the next largest, next to Vagar. Vermith, Vermithor, yes. And he he was a nasty looking. Yeah, he looked he looked pretty evil. Well, there was one point I thought that Damon was going to have a Daenerys experience where he walks through the flames, and you're like, oh, because. Yeah. He was getting grumpy. The dragon was getting grumpy with Damon. Oh yeah. yeah he's like, you woke me up. I don't want to be leave part of any alone. of your shenanigans. <laughs> he's like, leave me alone. I don't want to be here. I'm just trying to nap. So Spicy Uncle and Rhaenyra finally get married. After all the sexual tension, after all the... Yeah, because they faked Lenor's death so he could run away. Okay, and also live. the gruesome death. Yeah, well, yeah. they had to to like hide the ident like the right, real identity. Right. They had to like burn his face so they could just be like, "Oh yeah, that was him." But and it your wasn't heart him. just goes out. They just lost their daughter, and then oh, your heart yeah. goes out for Rhaenys and Corlys. Corlys, yeah, that Still poor family. And then they that get married. Attractive family, like pretty immediately <laughs> after. So I, attractive. They are very attractive. Mm-hmm. But yes, and then yeah, like almost immediately after, it seems like Rhaenyra and Damon are like, "So you want to get hitched?" <laughs> I They're like I, we want to get married, but well, I think they were talking about it because they were like, true. "We want to get married, but we have this obstacle." Yes, and then he went and went to like the guy that essentially became a hitman, but it was all planned. It was all planned, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Which was an interesting part. Like, there's so many things in the book that were left open to interpretation because it was people's accounts of things. And this was one of the ones that was left open to interpretation. So in the book, the person that was talking about it was basically saying they murdered him. But what actually happened in the show could have very possibly happened because the person giving the account had a biased account and didn't actually see what happened, Mm. which is interesting. So there's some things that they, they took a lot of leniency with, with that. So this could have completely happened. There's no way to say one way or the other. There's other things that they could have, they really couldn't have taken as many liberties with, I guess, but they did anyway, which is fine. But this is one of the ones that was like super open to interpretation, I guess. So they ran with it. I really liked the idea that Rhaenyra let him go and was like, I know, like she's taking what she wants too. She knows that Mm -hmm. if she wants to be as powerful as she can be, she needs Damon by her side. And also after all these years, she still wants, like honestly the seduction, not the seduction scene, but their connection on the beach I really like not just because it's finally them getting together, but she was very empowered to be like, I want you. And not only do I want you, I want the power you give me because mm-hmm. she is embracing her role. She is like, I, I know I'm not a great person, 
but I need to do these things to be a great ruler. So anyways, I really like that. And then I like the idea that she's not like cruel. She's not an awful human. She's going to let her husband go and figure out a way that they can both get what they want. So I like yeah. the idea that it they worked it out together. I did too. I was like, that's oh, yeah. one person that I would like to not die. There's yeah. Other things, like if they die, that's fine. Like it's cool. But yeah. like, he was actually a good character. Like it was nice the way they sent him off. I know. I liked Lenor a lot. Like, so when they were planning that whole thing, I was like, please don't die. Please don't yeah. die. Kind of no. cute. Like he shaved his head and it's like, I'm starting my new life because my hair is no longer white. So he just went all, <laughs> went about his way. I don't know. It was, a, it was cute. <laughs> shave my head and go. So now yes. you know how to like, if you want to disguise yourself as a Targaryen, shave your head and shave just go head. anywhere. He should have given his dread <laughs> to one of his children to wear. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I'm glue just this to your hair fine braid it in no one will oh notice. my gosh <laughs> just weave it in it's fine yes not problematic See? it's all. fine now <laughs> <laughs> see these are these are targaryen children what are you talking about <laughs> just having some oh. puberty what brown hair um but yeah <laughs> so now yes of course rainier and damon are finally together and we're all happy about this strangely enough <laughs> <laughs> we're like yay spicy uncle finally i mean i was happy i was like yes like they're finally together <laughs> yeah i had the same reaction and then i was like should i be conflicted uh, about this right now like, i don't know no it's like quite the journey to get to this point but i guess i'm here for it now <laughs> yeah goodness and then and you yes, know everybody so watches this and they go well they used to do that back then so it's okay right right we that's, that's your, that's your it. like, it's fine it's fine it was it was back then so it's okay that's true <laughs> and then at this point we have another time jump six another six years and like uh rainier and damon they're like we don't want to be in king's landing so we're gonna go to um what is it dragonstone dragonstone yeah yeah we're like we're gonna go live there and so obviously, and then obviously, yeah, we get the time jump and then we see that they've had a couple kids, um, very obviously their kids because of their <laughs> blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. And so, yeah, you, you're still seeing like Rhaenyra kind of struggling a little bit. Well, not s- totally struggling. Like she, she is the heir, but it's almost like she's like, well, she is pregnant with a baby at this point, but she's also kind of like, well, I know my my dad doesn't have much time left and I should probably fix things. And I don't know. There's just like this whole thing um, where they decide to go back to Alex, King's Landing. becomes awful stepmom. Uh, make mm. her life hell yes. so that my kids can get on the throne. So she was sick of it and left. Yes, that is true. But then Viserys is close to death with his leprosy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they have like this like super like awkward family dinner that we alluded to earlier. I don't know. Was that in the second to last episode? I'm trying to look at this um, Wikipedia three. article. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty close to the end. It was either. Yeah. The, yeah, I think second to last sounds about right. The whole ninth episode was in oh. Allison's point of view, or at least like yes. Team Green's point of view. Well, the episode is literally called The Green Council. Yes. That um, episode was nuts. That's when Viserys finally dies. Yes, Viserys dies. Okay, so yes. Okay, on Viserys' deathbed, what do you Let's think talk he about was that. trying to say? Because Allison obviously took it as, I want Aegon to be my 
my hair. He should and be so, on the like, phone. I kind of feel for Allison. I don't think that's what he was saying. I don't, I don't think, think so at all. So he, but Allison wanted it so bad that that's obviously what she was going to hear. I think so. She was what he was saying. It basically he because he was so out of it, and then he was on the milk of the poppy, and he was falling apart. Right. He thought he was still talking to Renera. Yep. Right. Because they were having that conversation. And then, like, he went in and out of it. And then by the time she came in, he thought he was still talking to his daughter. Mm -hmm. So he's talking about, you know, A Song of Ice and Fire and everything. And she's thinking he's talking about My Chemical Romance when he's actually talking about, yeah. So I think that's what happened. So she was like, aha, like, he does want my son to know. Like, he no. was just so whacked out at that point that he thought she was Renera. And was still talking. Yeah. yeah. And at what point are you like, go home, honey, you're drunk. I can't take what you're taking like seriously. But again, she just wanted Aegon to be on the throne so badly. Yeah. yeah. She, she heard, yeah, she heard what she wanted to hear. And so then she ran with it. And I thought that was such an interesting scene when she goes to the council and um, she's like, so this is it. And then like Viserys dies and all of a sudden the council's like, oh, okay, we're ready for our plan that we've had in action for years. And she's <laughs> like, wait, what? Like, they're just totally like, hey, Team Aegon, he is the heir. We're taking over. The yeah. awkward family dinner scene, Allison and Rhaenyra kind of have a little bit of a, a reconciliation. Mm. They both acknowledge each other's hardships and what they've been through. And again, yeah. I feel like this almost alludes to the idea that they were really good friends, if not lovers before. And they know that what went on has just tear, tear them apart from this connection that they had before. Yeah. They probably um, realized too, they actually had a lot. Yeah. And they had a lot more in common than they thought, especially once they started having children and yeah. Two women doing what they had two to mothers. Do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So Allison does kind of stand up for Rhaenyra and is like, you can't just do this and not tell Or Or at one point they're like, she won't take it lying down. We need to just get rid of her. And she's like, no, you cannot kill the daughter of the, of the King. That is yeah. true. She does. She does try to stand up for them a little bit. And, a and bit. I think she, she definitely was shocked, you know, when they're like, Hey, yep. We're putting Aegon on the throne. Here's our plan. It's in action. Here we go. Yeah. Um, and so she's kind of like, Oh, okay. Yep. I guess we're doing this. And so they really, then she really likes, I feel like a switch flipped and she's like, okay, yep, this is what we're doing. We got to get all of our plans in place. We got to like basically put all of the servants and the how, like who, all the people who like run the household, they like put them, they like locked them away so that they couldn't tell anybody that Viserys had died. Like they yeah. put the whole house on shutdown as well as Renice. Mm -hmm. yeah so rainice was there too and she was pissed yeah that was intense also that they that? couldn't get word to rainiera that her dad mm -hmm. died can we talk about how awful of a human Aegon is oh, oh my, my god and yeah that whole scene trying to find him and they're and he, who knows where he is he's just off gallivanting in king's landing going and to a children's fighting ring Oh, oh that, was, that was yeah awful. i think they're trying to drive home like what a horrible messed up human being he is right and then at the fighting ring there's like this little blonde children and the 
child and this the guards looking is like is that Aegon's and they're like yeah probably one of many that he has running around so yeah they really are putting it in harm that he is an awful horrible human being who should not be king he doesn't yes, even want he's to he's the oldest yeah he doesn't even want to you're right I know he was like hiding behind yeah. a tomb or something and he was like no don't make me go and I was like what the heck is happening right now like yeah. he, he was like getting dragged out of there because he didn't yeah, at one point he begged it. his brother to just let him go get on a boat and never be seen again. Well, yeah. and even Aemond is like, look, I want the throne, but it's not mine to take. It's yours, so get your butt over here kind of thing. Yeah. And he's just like, come on. <laughs> Do your duty. Yeah, Aemond, if anything, is all about doing your duty in evil ways, but yes, doing your duty. Yeah, he doesn't go about it maybe the right way, but, and he's a little scary, especially with that eye patch. Yeah, he went from zero to scary very quickly once they aged him (laughs) up. I was like, oh, he was so small and weak, and I'm like, what happened? Every time that he was like staring at Rhaenyra's kids, I'm just like, get those kids out of there. I know, I was (laughs) like, he's literally, if looks could kill, those kids would have died twice in like every episode that he was staring at them. And then, yeah, so the whole council like has this whole thing planned this whole coup and they basically get everybody in on it including like the entire people so that they can be witnesses to Aegon being crowned as the king and recognizing that he's the king and And so that was very manipulative yes and that's who is on the iron throne (laughs) yes (laughs) very but (laughs) but Rhaenys is like, no, 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 no. I'm not sure how I feel about all of this. And she has that really epic moment right at the very end. In true Game of Thrones fashion, yes. the penultimate episode always has like something like huge that happens. And this moment, I, I thought this was so cool. So Rainice uh, is like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. And she sneaks down to her dragon, which just so happens to be right under where they're doing this crowning of Aegon. And she just like bursts through the ground with her dragon. And she's like, haha, I got away and I'm going to go tell Rhaenyra. <laughs> and she flies away. <laughs> And that was kind of crazy because she, I mean, she was let out by the one night because they had her locked up and he oh, was yes. like, no, this is wrong. He let her out. He and was one of Aegon's knights. It's like, I know what yeah. a crappy the twins is. Yeah, the twins, twins. kind of split. One of the twins went on Rhaenyra's side and the other one stayed on Aegon's. Um, but Aegon's wife earlier in the episode kept saying there's a monster in the floorboards. And everybody was like, yeah, okay, you're crazy. And they ignored her. She was alluding to her dragon that was beneath mm-hmm. the floorboards. So that's how that all went. Um, the big conflict thing that people were talking about was the fact that she didn't light them all on fire. Yeah. She could have. She definitely she could, have. could have. I watched the whole, I don't know if you guys watched like the after episode where they talked about everything. I don't think I watched that one. No. It's really, yeah, it was interesting because I was curious why she didn't do it. And they said it was because of that conversation that, remember Allison had that conversation with oh, her. Yeah. And she said mm-hmm. it was like a mother to mother thing. She just couldn't do it mm. because she lost her children and she could right. not bring herself to because i mean if oh, she did do yeah. it that book would have been really short yeah for real there would have been no war like that would have been it everybody would have been that done. is true that is yeah. very true so, so instead but... yeah so instead she's like well i know where to go and uh to ignite this war pardon the pun <laughs> yeah um yeah. 
So yes, that and that's like the end of that episode. And so then in the final episode, she catches Rainice catches up with Rhaenyra and tells her about how King Viserys is dead and that Prince Aegon, they put him in place of the throne. And the, actually the news shocks Rhaenyra into like premature labor. So yeah, again, yeah. she's she's pregnant. You know, we, we mentioned that earlier. And that, here is another, like, it's interesting how the very first episode and the very last episode, we have two pretty traumatic um, birth scenes. So it's kind of interesting how they kind of bookended that with this show. But I I think it just kind of furthers the whole, like, overarching theme of this show about how it's all, like, it's, it's about family, it's about motherhood, it's about, you know, succession and all of that interesting stuff, but... Yeah, doing know. what you have to do to get the throne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She she loses her baby. Um, that was it so does sad. Yeah, it, yeah, that was really sad. The stillbirth. Um, and then she it kind of like instills in her this idea that she need that she needs to now now start getting everything else in line because mm-hmm. this was a shock this kind of messed her up a lot and now it's time to get it done and make sure that she falls in i mean that she takes back the throne yeah exactly she's like okay well i guess i you know i gotta keep moving forward and this is what we're dealing with so we're gonna keep going with this time to start gathering the allies but even then like at the funeral for the baby um everybody you know, there at Dragonstone is, is hanging out with her and they're like, you know, basically recognizing her as the queen, especially when that twin, gosh, I feel like up. we should know their names. Yeah. They had their twin A. Names, but... <laughs> twin Eric. A and twin B. It was Eric and Eric. <laughs> what? Oh no. yeah. Eric and Eric. You're right. Eric with an E, E-R-R-Y-K. And then there was Eric... I think it's, oh, it's A-R-R-Y-K. So it's yeah. Eric and Eric. The Lannisters Eric have always Eric. been sadistic. Got really no, they're not. No, these aren't, these aren't the Lannisters. Oh, fine. No, these are, <laughs> their last name is Cargill. Oh, those damn Cargills. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he shows up and he has the crown. Like, yeah, the spirit that? Was that Viserys's? Okay. Yeah. And so he's like, here, Rhaenyra. You're the queen, and I am. This is my proof to you that I, you know, that I am going to um, swear fealty to you. And then everybody else bows, and it's a really cool moment. And then everybody just kind of hurries and like gets into plan planning mode. And then I don't know if it's at that point or if it happens earlier, but I just I have to talk about that table for a second at oh Dragonstone. My gosh, the table, the painted yes. table. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I saw a meme. I don't know if I sent it to you, Steph. I might, I, might, I can't remember if I did or not, but there was like a meme about that. That was like, poor, um, crap. I'm going to totally mess this up. Cause I can't remember the name, but there's the guy from game of Thrones. Like, you know, like when they go to Dragonstone and it's like abandoned mm-hmm. and he like, you see him at the table. Was it, was it Stannis Baratheon? I think it, it was Stannis. Stannis. Yeah. Yeah, and so so it's like the meme was like, did no one tell Stannis that that table lights up or something like that? Because <laughs> yeah, we see this table, this really gorgeous stone table light um, light up, and like it comes up through 
and you can like see the map, the world map and everything. So that way you can like make your battle plans and whatnot. But that was so cool looking. That was cool. Yeah. I want that in my like living room just as a right? That'd be a conversation starter. <laughs> right. Or like, a, like, look or at my like table a, this lava. <laughs> yes. Or even like a D and D table or something. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Goodness. And then but it's yeah, about at this point they're yeah, they're trying to get their allies. And her Daenerys' two sons decide to go be emissaries for her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. This and part. Poor little poor little Luceris. So there's Gisaris and Luceris, right? Yes. yes. And Luceris, he's the second oldest. He takes his little dragon and goes to the um, Baratheons. Yeah. Yes, the Baratheons. Boros and, and he surprisingly sees another dragon there. And it's a big one. And it's one we all recognize as Vagar. And you just like, I don't know about you guys, but like chills went down my spine. You know, it's not going to end that. well. Well, and <laughs> the best <sighs> meme that I saw was like a guy in his car and it's like me pulling up and then seeing Vagar and it just shows him putting it in reverse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, that's what he was like. Done. I was like, oh why didn't he God. leave? He was like, no, I need to honor my family. I'm like, no, get out of there. Like, Lucero, GTFO. <laughs> like, just leave. Look That's the moment it. that you back out. This guy hates <laughs> you. His dragon's huge. Just go. You, yeah. <laughs> Your mom will forgive you. <laughs> yeah. Mom would have been like, I'm glad you left. For, for reals. Long story short, <laughs> Vagar eats him. Like, <laughs> it just is. That was a crazy scene when they're like flying. And the thing is, is like Aemond, because he's, yeah, he's the dragon rider. He like, mm. He didn't want to hurt Luceris. He just wanted to scare him. I think you he can wanted tell. to hurt him, but he didn't want to kill him. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's a fair statement. He's but at the same like time... His eyeball. But it, oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. He's like, eye for an eye! Um, <laughs> Very focused, focus <laughs> on ah! your eyeball! <laughs> so weird. Ah! But no, he... Oh, man. And that's that was kind of an interesting thing, too, that they that they showed in that scene is that the dragons... Don't always listen to their dragon yeah, riders. Kind of vengeful against e- each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because his little dragon. I feel like we should. I could look up the name again, but the little dragon, dragon. was <laughs> was like, oh, it's Arax. Arax. Yeah. Um. He also like was like, well, I'm not standing for this, and so he blows a puff of fire at Vagar and tries to get away, and Vagar's like excuse me little pest i don't think so and so then he was like totally um not listening to Amond anymore and just went after him and ate him that was that was rough and the actor who plays Amon does like the best facial expression of like just sheer terror that he just started the like a, a huge ass war and this this is the scene that had a lot of controversy because this is the one that in the book they left something out apparently where I guess after that interaction where he's like, no, I'm not going to fight with you, he would then leave. And the girl that was talking to Eamon says something along the lines of him not basically insulting his manhood because the cousin wouldn't even fight him. So in the actual story, he then went after him and killed him on purpose, which is very Game of Thrones. Right. So 
to they like that was the only thing that people were kind of like they took that that vulgarity that would normally be in game of thrones away by making it an oopsie where the dragons were fighting it was still horrific oh. but him being like oh my god i started a war in the book he knew what he was doing and he was pissed and he went after him and he was like nope we're killing him we're gonna start a war i'm done with this i'm pissed and that's what apparently was what actually happened in the book and that's where they were saying like there wasn't really a whole lot left open for interpretation because of who told that story in the book Hmm. so i thought that was fascinating because in game of thrones they would not have hesitated to just be like nope you're dead right like i want you dead i'm done with it so that was like a weird kind of it made aemon a little more human in a strange way well which you don't see too often in game of thrones usually it's like if you're a jerk you're a jerk and that's the end of it you know i kind of like it though because i feel like it also shows like he's still a child yeah Uh, he's still Mm -hmm. immature his brain is still developing but they have these children making these really big idea like big decisions um and that's something he can't take back it <laughs> i started uh, all of us i think all of us started god of war this weekend um, yes <laughs> and atreus is in it looking for a god a nordic god of war and it kind of made me think of house of the dragon of these children who like have heard about war hear the glory of it and like coming like the heroes in it and they mm-hmm. remember that but they don't necessarily ne- maybe know the impact of it and what it mm. really will do to the people and how it really uh, not just can kill, like can kill people you love, not just you killing the bad people, the people that you're against, but it can tear apart your family. And so I just, I like that idea of aim and be like, well, shoot, I, this is going to happen now. There's nothing I can do to stop it. So like, my question is how did Rhaenyra, like, how did they find out that this had happened? Because, like, there was only two people yeah. there and two dragons. Maybe well, the Baratheons? Yeah, I'm like, how, like, who else would have, how would they have gotten word back to them? <laughs> I was trying to they, figure that out, too, because they didn't really cover just it. Been like, we're not going to talk about this. Keep on the, between me and my dragon. Unless Aemond was like, I'll send a raven and tell them what I did. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There had to be, maybe they'll cover it in, in season two. Um, yeah. But yeah, they definitely like skirted over that where all of a sudden it was just like, Damon's going to go tell her stuff and you're going, oh no, like you knew what was going to happen. I know happen. what happened. Yeah. Yeah. You knew that was going to happen. So it's like, okay, now she's going to go a little cray cray because of Film that child. Yeah. Yeah. And so... I, I feel like that very um, last scene with just that look on Rhaenyra's face and realizing what happened and what's about to happen was like, again, chills down my spine and I'm just getting them even just now, just talking about it because it was just like, Oh, she is mad. And then it ends and you're like, no, (laughs) (laughs) like it's going to be two years until I see the next one. Emma Darcy played Rhaenyra's very well. Mm-hmm. yeah they had a very good cast and some of the characters i kept looking at them and I'm like you look really familiar and it took me a little bit but there's some of them in there from uh the last kingdom if you've watched that oh my sister okay. keeps telling me i need to watch it it's really good but uh Aemond is from that show and so is oh. yeah so is the princess that's married to her brother that i'm forgetting her name um, yes yep they're both from that show so it's it's interesting because he has a he has a very distinct face right Mm -hmm. so as soon as you see him in last kingdom you're gonna be like oh 
like that's definitely him like it's very <laughs> obviously him yes very but, sharp features <laughs> yeah they did a really good job with the cast transition i thought I, they, that's, yeah. that's rough to transition in such a short span of episodes i mean that's yeah they're doing it in the crown but the crown it's like over several seasons this is like okay we're gonna jump <laughs> five seven episodes in and then seven episodes yeah, yeah they did 16 years from beginning to end there was 16 yeah. years that's crazy old, quite a bit of time yeah i overall i i loved this season i thought it was so good like sure there was some slow parts maybe in the beginning a lot of talk but i feel like it set the scene and i i'm very hopeful for season two i'm definitely gonna watch it and I honestly kind of, I kind of feel like I liked this better than Game of Thrones. But again, like you have to remember like seasons, like, I don't know, three and four, two, three and four of like Game of Thrones were really good. You know, like one was just kind of, yeah, set in the scene and everything. And so like, if it's just going to get better from here, then I'm like, I'm all for it. Right. And I... I think this is a great show, especially like if you missed the Game of Thrones bandwagon mm. or you've heard too many bad things about the finale <laughs> and you just don't want you just don't want to bother watching it. Then like I feel like if you know, as you're talking to your friends and family about this show, then just I, I feel like this is such a good like starting place is like, OK, well, then just watch House of the Dragon. Don't worry about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones can come later. Yeah. But there's a lot in between. There really is. Yeah. From what we just watched all the way to Game of Thrones starting. I mean, you're talking 200 years of time mm -hmm. right. minus 16, but it's still a huge span of time that they're covering. So you could yeah. watch all of this first and then maybe tap into Game of Thrones and see what happens there. But yeah, definitely. And now they have the Jon Snow spinoff coming. So we'll see what happens with oh, that. Do too. They? Yeah. John, they but it's, it's Jon Snow, though. But now it's not like jumping backwards. It's like. I think okay. current, which is interesting. Are they oh, still supposed to be doing an Arya Stark spinoff too? I don't know about that. They, they, there was a spinoff that they were planning, but they killed it, and I don't remember which mm. one it was. But I know the Jon Snow one is happening, but that's current day, which I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do with that. Yeah, definitely. There were some interesting, like weird theories, which is a that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, a whole nother podcast, man. <laughs> yeah, that is a whole nother podcast with like the weird theories that they have that kind of makes sense so yeah we'll see well i'm very hesitant about that but i'll be honest i was hesitant about this show i was at too. the beginning i was like i don't know if i'm gonna watch that like really they have a spinoff like okay <laughs> and then i i watched I, at that point a couple episodes had already been out and i watched the first one and i was like you know what actually this was pretty good i'm gonna keep going yeah <laughs> really like pleasant it. surprise I really liked it. There's lots of girl power and lots of mm -hmm. uh, nuanced humans that you cheer for and also hate. Which, what more can you ask for? Spicy uncle. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> I feel I feel like we can't... Okay, just one last tiny tidbit. Because I feel like we can't go this whole episode without mentioning all of the memes and references that hmm. House of Dragon... Like comparisons that House of Dragon is getting to Shrek. <laughs> Oh my god, have you seen? <laughs> There's a whole video. Have you seen the music this? from Shrek? Yeah, and it's like the entire it's the entire wedding scene comparing yeah. it with like I was like, oh my gosh, this is it's completely accurate. Yeah. And how Allison like is totally Fiona and yes. like all of this, like, oh my gosh. The dragon. I'm, 
yes that's all that's all i want to talk about (laughs) it's so true it's it's so good if anybody watching hasn't seen it you need to look it up because it's hilarious (laughs) there was a buzzfeed article that had you choose between game of thrones characters and house of dragons characters and i wanted to do a couple of those really fast even though we went way over the time we said we're gonna go so if you had to choose between rhaenyra and daenerys rhaenyra rhaenyra i think so too i think so too interesting i feel like she's just she has more depth Alicent or Cersei? Mm. I choose Cersei, but Cersei's my favorite character in GOT. So Cersei is just she's so I'd probably also have to go with Cersei. I think yeah. I think Alicent's a little too like she's strong, but she's like whiny strong, and I can't get past the feet scene. So I'm <laughs> gonna go with Cersei. We didn't even talk about that. We did oh, not even talk about the feet. We jumped over that. <laughs> Who doesn't want to jump over that? That was a I think Alicent is self-righteous. She thinks she's doing bad things for good reasons and holds that against other people. Where Cersei, she knows she's bad. She knows <laughs> she's an awful human. And she, she don't care. Like, I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. That's that's my M.O. Oh, oh, this is a tricky. Damon or Tyrion? Oh, I got to go with Spicy Uncle. I can't help it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going with Damon. No, I, I like Damon a lot, but like Tyrion is such a solid character, though. Ugh. He is. It's a tough I have... choice. I just can't get past the hair. So I'm being yeah. shallow right now. <laughs> I'm kind of on that same boat. It's like, you know, Tyrion's really great, but that hair. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited to see where Damon goes after this. And if, yeah, what happens with his character. Sir Salty or Dario? <laughs> Dario. Nobody likes Salty. (laughs) No. Everyone's like, push him off the boat. We're done. (laughs) Okay, this is also Rhaenys or Olena. I I think I like I like Rhaenys better. I just can't get over Olena and tell her it was me. Like it's just so iconic. We also had more time to watch the development of the Game of Thrones characters as opposed to we've only had one season. So the fact that we're even that picking anyone from this one season over right. people in all is of those seasons deal. of Game of Thrones, is, it shows true. how much character development there was in the one season because we that are leaning true. towards some of those characters. We're having trouble. I, that's a tough one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Elena, though, I still like Rhaenys. I feel like I'm mad that she didn't burn them. <laughs> I feel uh, like yeah. that should have happened. I get it, but yeah, I'm also like, come on. That. And then speaking of Mr. Foot Fetish, uh, Lara Strong or Peter Baelish? <sighs> Peter Baelish. I think Baelish. Baelish. I have to go with Baelish. I can't with yeah. the Foot Fetish. I was and I just, done. <laughs> I, like that. I, I like that actor better too. He just, yeah, he does Sinister so well. He does mm-hmm. like that, you know, like secret guy. I don't even know. Like in the background, whatever that right terminology is. My brain. Yeah. Like he's just, yeah. I feel like he does that kind of role so much better than this other guy. He did a good job, but he was, I feel like he came across, especially because they decided to put that scene in there. He came across a little bit more creepy sleazy instead of like the powerful. Yes. Yeah. He just wants the power. Yeah, yeah. It's, and just, it's like more. But... It's like that. It's still that same dynamic, but there was something about this that was just like it was the way that he was doing it that made it creepy. It wasn't like the actual act that was. If that makes sense, like, yeah, it was like the yeah. way he was no, no doing it in this podcast. Yeah, it's the yes. it's the way he did it because she very clearly was not into it and was being forced. That right. was the part that was like just yeah, cringy, sure. you know. Yeah. So 
it's like you do you but like she was very uncomfortable and that was yeah, obvious the coercion so. was the yeah yeah that made it a little a little cringy so baelish <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i agree the fact that we're choosing some of the hot daemon people over the game of thrones people the hot d there we go is <laughs> yeah it's a good sign that it's a really, <laughs> that it, it was a really good first season i agree i enjoyed it yay well i'm sorry know there's that was more so long talk about <laughs> we had a lot to discuss so much so much there was a lot there was so part much of it was happen. us looking up the family tree oh so God. in our that is true we to, like, i wonder how much true. we left someone out. out in editing <laughs> oh my goodness well why don't we why don't we go ahead and do our close out here so again i'm marley We've got Steph with Age of Geek Podcast. We, we're also on the Cutscenes and Cupcakes Podcast where we talk about video games. I didn't mention that at the beginning. And then we have our we're friend Scarlett. Right yes. Scarlett, do you want to say again where people can find you? Um, you can find me on all social media channels. It's either it's Scarlet Rose or just Scarlet Rose cosplay on some of them, but mainly it's just it's Scarlet Rose. Yay, awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining yeah, us tonight. Of course. You. I had a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, always, okay, don't. always fun to talk about House of the Dragon. Of it is. And Hall don't leave. Cool. I'm doing the outro. This has been an Age of Geek media production. 